Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Well, five weeks out, so, and the whole, one thing I've observed um, is, in our experience anyway, I can only speak for our own experience, and thinking back to when I did it, and my brother did it, and my sister did it, I think the whole house does the Leaving Cert, not just the student. Michelle Flynn, good morning. Good morning, PJ, how are you? Would you agree with me there? The whole house Uh is a Leaving Cert house. Absolutely, absolutely. So even speaking to parents in the last number of weeks, uh, it's a family situation. It's about keeping the house quiet. It's about everyone helping and kind of getting the best, you know, we'll say uh, approach for it for the student that's doing the exam. So absolutely, everyone goes through it with them. Everyone is there with them. It's a hard time, but it's worth it and worthwhile. Now, there's been two weeks off over Easter and you make the point that really there wasn't a whole lot achieved in that two weeks, but you can start building good habits from this moment. Absolutely. So as you mentioned earlier, there's exactly five weeks to the day and you have plenty of time to develop a good, good, solid routine to stay focused for the next month. So it's about now, I suppose, renewing what's working for you, looking at your subjects, doing something that I would say or I would call a subject audit. So really kind of sit down. Your pre's are invaluable in terms of what subjects are working for you, what are your weakest you know, areas, what are your strongest and to kind of revisit then and restructure a strong study plan for yourself that gives you time, but also also gives you breaks and that's vital at this stage as well. My own failing back in my time and it isn't yesterday or anything like it was I would spend hours at my favourites but it wasn't my favourites I needed to be topping up as it were. Absolutely, yeah. So I suppose that's a kind of a pitfall for students that they kind of like to give themselves, I suppose, a bit of confidence in looking over kind of subjects that they're good at. You know, all students are well able to talk about the subjects that they like, that they enjoy, and they tend to practice that. I suppose a very, very important point now is that you've got to look at, while you have time, look at your weakest subjects. So make out a list, you know, in terms of what really is bringing you down in that subject. And now, I suppose, essentially, it's very important that you get exam papers for those that you practice. You're still in school touch base with your teachers, make sure you see where you're going wrong and build your confidence in those subjects as well. It's a holistic view. You need to make sure that all subjects are working together to get the kind of points or results that you need. Is it old-fashioned thinking that with five weeks out, the ga is gone, Saturdays are gone? Is is that old-fashioned thinking or do do you now knuckle down for the next five weeks and just work, 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 work? 
Yeah, I suppose that you can't lock yourself into a room and expect anyone to study, you know, constantly for the next five weeks. It's going to be counterproductive anyway to you retaining any information and keeping calm. You need to get out. You need to enjoy things that you're doing. So obviously, maybe if you're building your study plan, like even in school at the moment, the rituals of leaving school, like graduation ceremonies, celebrations, they're all going on. And like, of course, you've got to engage in them and enjoy them. But it's just to keep focused and say for five weeks, what can I maybe take out of my life for a while that I know that I get back to in June. So you don't have to give up everything, but I suppose, mm. as I said earlier, it's to build your own plan. What's going to work for you? If you do need that hour in a Wednesday evening to run around and get stress levels to alleviate those, you know, do that if it helps you. So it's, it's down to every single person, but I suppose it's to keep focused and to get through, get through the next five weeks as best as you can. People panicking. The, the mocks didn't go particularly well. The oral, I'd rather not think about yeah. it. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah. Do you know where where do you start mm-hmm. to folk like you kind of oh god I, I you know and you then you get stressed because the oral was yeah, crap in, in one subject mm-hmm. the mocks weren't great yeah. in another there's a there's a tendency to panic it's a human tendency. Yeah, you've really hit kind of, uh, you know, a nail on the head there. I've met a couple of students at Career Hub lately who've even said to me, you know, Michelle, I've been studying so hard. I feel so let down, deflated is the word. A couple of them reviews and like I'm really finding it uh, hard to refocus. And these are students who are going for big, big points and they feel a bit flat that they've worked so hard and this is the results that they have gotten. So I suppose the biggest advice that I or the way I'd work with those students is, first of all, to kind of renew and remember what's your goal, even if something as simple and as practical as sticking a picture up in front of your study area this is where I want to be in September like keep that drive there know what you want and then redevelop your plan I suppose I keep saying that but it's so important that at this stage with five weeks that you do build a new plan I know you're sick of you know putting study together and timetables and all of that that you've been doing all year but now is the time for a new one. And as you mentioned earlier, like focusing on your weak areas, you know, keeping a real, real focus on technique and timing. You know, if something happened in the pre that you ran out of time writing an essay, sit down now, write one, have your phone, put on a timer, practice it, practice and practice. Like you know the information at this point of the year, but it's all about applying it now for the right question to get the most marks. Look at, we'll say, practically the weighting of the marks. What, what question is the most important on that paper? So all these techniques are really going to refocus your motivation. Instead mm. of looking at the subject flatly and kind of saying that there's so much of it, I don't know where to start. Start with the questions, start with the highest, you know, build it that way and just practice. You've really mm. got to do that at this stage. It really does help. Marking schemes and, and marking patterns are, they're more accessible now than they were when I was doing my leaving cert by far. Absolutely. Yeah. It, there are, it, like, how important is it to know them, Michelle? absolutely essential like there's no other word I'd use but essential and like you can go on now to you mentioned there they're readily available they are they're on examinations.ie you can go every single year for the leaving search you get the paper and the marking scheme and what's also very valuable is that the chief examiner writes a report every year which details the weakest areas of a paper in a subject and the strongest areas so kind of look at your application to those areas and where you stand like you should absolutely 100% know for example on an English paper to know that the essay is worth 100 marks for example that's one quarter of your entire grade so you've really got to know where the highest areas are going where what marks are going for what what's the structure what do they want from the essay there's no point in just you know writing down everything that you recall it's all about getting the right points and on those marking uh, schemes that are available on examinations.ie they actually give sample answers that would have been appropriate and relevant to those questions so they're fantastic and if you haven't looked at them I'd highly highly recommend that you do absolutely 
particularly to do with things like English prose and Irish poetry and stuff like that, yeah. much focus was always, well, what's going to come up? Is it time Absolutely, now to stop yeah. predicting that and just focus? Yeah. Focus absolutely like, of course, you can kind of look back at different say for the likes of English or Irish, or the ones you mentioned there. You cannot predict what you know theme is going to come up in terms of essays this year. You know, you can obviously look at different things that have happened over the year, but there's no banker question in English like that. So, you've really got to look at, and what I would suggest highly is what are the marks going for? So, in your English essay, you know, 20 are going for expression, then you've got marks for how you structure it in terms of an opening and a conclusion. It's all those techniques that will give you marks you know not wasting your time wondering what's going to come up i know you like to kind of cut things down but it's important that you kind of look at it properly in terms of how you're going to get the maximum marks out of each question that's that's essential at this stage as well so young john or young mary are up in the room study room all day and all night now mom and dad's role brother's role sister's role let's start with mom and dad Absolutely. what's our role yeah, like i understand yeah, I understand 100% that parents feel every bit of the stress uh, as their son or daughter does. And I know that. So for a parent, I suppose the biggest advice that I give them is try your best not to you know, be questioning their study approach, how much they're doing, what have they done. And the biggest thing that you can do is just be there to listen. So kind of things I'd say to parents, if you can at all for the first couple of exams, be there maybe to collect them or drop them in to, to, to talk to them to see how they got on. In terms of the household, I know it's siblings, as you mentioned earlier, things can be busy. But, you know, at certain times, if you could create calm, that's good for them to study. A bit of quiet, if you could take other siblings out, that would be, you know, hugely beneficial to them. I suppose hugely important to encourage them to take a break, maybe to go out for a walk with them if you can can or go for a coffee or something and then just food and sleep to make sure that they're not there you know scrolling or looking at notes at the night overnight or anything like that because some students tend to pull on nighters and like that's totally counterproductive to really you know being ready for exams so i suppose parents at home just to create a calm atmosphere be there for them to listen to encourage them and just to trust that they're they've got the process that's all you can do at this stage you know nothing can be you know changed majorly for them it's just to help them support them i remember biting my tongue and my daughter would be going down <laughs> the stairs and you could see the the, the the jacket going on and she's off yeah. out and i'd say where where are you headed oh i'm going to meet and i'm a friend Right, yeah. shouldn't you be, and I shouldn't, I stop it, stop it, stop, shouldn't, sh I know, yeah, yeah. Sh don't be asking the question, shouldn't you be studying? They know, it's probably the worst am I right? Thing. Yeah, absolutely, it's probably the worst thing you can do now, that they're on edge, they know what they have to do, they're in the middle of it, they're listening to it at school from teachers, you know, they're getting study techniques everywhere they go, and they know what they have to do, and the worst thing I suppose you can do is question their their system or what they're doing, or as you mentioned there, where you're going. It's more important just to say, you know, sit down for a cup of tea, how are you getting on, is there anything that I can do to help you? Just to be there to listen and to support them, and it's the same for siblings, just to be there to support them, maybe to go out, kick a ball with them, go for a walk, just support, be a friend, and be a year I suppose is the best thing. What about shopping time? Um, they're going to eat they might live on noodles for the next five weeks. Yeah. They're going to eat <laughs> junk they're, you, like mm -hmm. should you consider over the next five weeks that they're likely to start making flipping noodles at four in the morning and just have the stuff and yeah, let them, like, let them do that I suppose they're going to want to snack on different things and you know, food is comfort, I suppose, in a way getting through study. But I suppose it's important that they do have a good diet, you know, full of 
you know, important foods, carbohydrates, everything, and that's right. And I suppose that's, you know, maybe how a parent can help out practically is just to have the food there, you know, have plenty of water, fruit, vegetables, and try your best to encourage. But I know you can't come up against, you know, a fight at this stage. You know, teenagers yeah. are going to snack on those kind of things. But once they have a balanced diet to refuel themselves. The thing, thing is, uh, yeah. Uh, Mum, I don't want a flipping banana. I want chocolate. I don't <laughs> I want, want a banana. Yeah. Give me bloody chocolate. Yeah. And I suppose, I suppose that's the thing. You, you've really got to pick your battles now at this stage <laughs> and just try and just try to incorporate everything. But I know it's hard and yeah. everyone's going to be on edge and it is an anxious time. So you've just got to try to, to work your way through it. Okay. Careerhub.ie is there as a resource. Tell me about it. Yeah, so careerhub.ie is, I have a website, obviously, first of all, I have loads of kind of templates in terms of study techniques and just ways, again, like for parents or like over the year I go through like studying abroad. So for any fifth years looking into courses, I do things like testing and all of that. So I also have an Instagram page and like a lot of parents uh, have contacted me, you know, thanking me, I suppose, because parents are not in school and sometimes teenagers, you know, you're met with a... I don't know what happened or I don't know what day that is again. So like, for example, now that you mentioned it, like this Friday is a vital day for Leaving Stars and their parents. And a lot of parents have contacted me that they didn't know when I had had it up on Instagram. So careerhub.ie. So why, why is it vital? Of, Just fill me in. Because... Yeah, so every CEO, so basically any Leaving Cert that has applied for the CEO this year, everyone is going to receive an email, I think called the Statement of Application. So they're going to get that and they're asked by the CEO to review it so what does that mean so things like if you're all your personal details your examination number if you're required to put any documentation for you know exemptions or anything like that everything has to be accurate and you must hit i suppose this is the key the confirm button at that stage then you're telling the ceo that everything i have here is correct so when it comes to rounds and offers um coming up to august or whenever the results are out it's so important that all your information is right that you didn't miss out on anything in terms of exemptions people lose places because of this so it's vital that like and again you talk about parents what can they do if they could sit down with their son or daughter on friday and go over this and make sure it's right that's probably the first thing and then the ceo change of mind facility opens on friday as well that runs the first of july so you can change courses there's always panic around this add in courses you can do whatever you want to your course choices between friday and the first of july so at least you have time one or two last brief ones before we head away Michelle, yeah. someone here is saying a lot of the leaving certs in their kids' school have now dropped out and decided to stay at home. Should you stay on yeah. at school? To be honest, my advice is yes. Um, I know there are going to be things like, you know, maybe classes that are study, but if you build a... Oh. I have a free class, we'll say, for 40 minutes to do some note work. The reason I'd be an advocate for going into school at this stage is because a lot of teachers at this stage will be looking at things like technique, will be taking an exam question and saying, right, what points would you use here? So you're not going into school, going over and over, flicking through a book. It's all about technique. And a lot of teachers would do sample answers now. And that's why I'd highly encourage you. Also, it keeps your routine going. You know, if you're kind of at home, you might be a bit lost. So as long as you can, you know, I know teachers are getting And lastly, and briefly, Mm -hmm. how much time per day should a youngster be studying? That's a question from a parent. 
Yeah, so we'll say there's no, we'll say set rule, but what I would encourage is to incorporate blocks. So for example, if you had a Saturday there now, an example would be you get up, some people prefer to start at 7am, some people prefer to start at 9. A block is roughly about an hour and a half, okay, so that that's productive then. But in the middle of that, set your phone, 45 minutes, just take five minutes. After the hour and a half block then, get up and take a substantial break before you come back to do another block. But I suppose the key thing then is the night before to have that block planned. So for example, I know this morning I'm starting with an exam question in biology. I'm learning my key terms in geography. They're my two aims. I'm going to get those done practicing and build it that way. There's no point sitting down with books everywhere for eight hours, picking up this book, looking at that book. You really have to have a system. And it's all about creating, you know, if you could do five blocks a day or do four even, that would be fantastic, yeah. but it's productive the way you do it. Take your breaks and break up the block as well. Okay. All right, Michelle, and lots more information on careerhub.ie. Michelle Flynn, career guidance counsellor and career advisor. Um, careerhub.ie. Thank you. Listening to us earlier on when we're talking about preparing for the leaving cert in five weeks today, first paper in English at this point, uh, first paper in English will be well and truly underway. I think it's it'll be finished at 12 so people will have the back broken on it at least and we were chatting about how you prepare how you work through this next five weeks um, to the benefit of everybody in the house because as I think we'd all agree I think, I don't know whether we would or not but I think we'd all agree that it's not just the student is doing the exam it's, it, there's, a, there's a, the whole family really is going through the, the Leaving Search experience and chatting to Michelle about it, uh, career guidance coach and all, all those things. Alex Lenehan was was listening. Now, Alex, I'll talk about nextstepuni.com in a while. That is your business and, and a successful one and well done on it. But I want to go right back to the start because you you failed everything at junior cert level. And, and start there for me. Good morning. Good morning, PJ. How are you getting on? Good, good. So go back to being a youngster. What was your... One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You had difficulty studying and difficulty yeah. preparing for exams. Definitely. So I'm a, I'm a student that went to a Desh primary school and a Desh secondary school. And I always kind of had the belief that I would never be able to do well. So I never really put in too much effort. So when I was in my junior cert, I, I really struggled. I struggled a lot when it came to learning. 
I struggled, struggled a lot when it came to looming exam stress. And the junior cert um, is a pretty big thing in a young person's life. And it's something I found really, really difficult. I wasn't sure how to approach my studies. I wasn't sure how to do well. I was getting all my results back through first year, second year, and third year. And I saw that I was getting C's, I was getting D's. I wasn't doing very well. And I just thought to myself, look, I'm in a desk school. I'm just probably not very smart. I don't really know what to do. I don't know how to approach my studies. I'm never really going to do well. And I was never really taught how to study either. I was being given the information. I was being told, can I learn it all, regurgitate it, recite it. Mm. But I was never actually being told how to retain it over the long term. So when I came to my junior set, I looked at my papers and I just thought, okay, like I, I don't know any of this information. Because I hadn't retained it over the long term. I didn't really understand any of the information. I didn't know how to apply it in an exam context. Mm. And that's where I fell down. I also had the mindset where I thought, look, I'm not good enough. I won't ever be able to be good enough to get good results. There's students in better schools than me. I won't be able to do well. And I did really, really poorly in my junior year. That, that's an unfortunate mindset to find yourself with at 13, 14 or 15. Yeah. This was 2017. That, that was an unfortunate place to find yourself. Exactly, of course. And you know what? It's a, it's a mindset that a lot of students do struggle with. So we'll touch on the business later. But when it comes to the business, I give a free uh, session to a student in a desk school. Uh, for every session I give. And the reason I do that is because I've been in their shoes. I've been in the position that they're in. So I know how difficult it is. Well, well tell me about place. being there because, Alex, I had, you know, I, I, I went, I didn't go, I didn't go to a desk school. I, yeah. I, in fact, there were no desk schools when I was going to school. But what, what does it mean to be in a desk school? What does it mean to you to be in a desk school? Yeah, so I think it all comes down to the environment. So obviously, when it comes to being in a desk school, you're surrounded by students who are from very similar socioeconomic backgrounds to you. And as students, you just see um, other people's families and none of them really go down the route of higher education. If you're looking at students in a desk school, it's a very, very low rate of succession onto third level education. So you're looking at people in higher years than you and you're seeing that they're not going to college. So you say, well, if they're not going to college, I won't be able to go to college. You're looking at other people in your year and you're saying, okay, well, nobody in their family is going to college like am I really able to go to college and you basically create a mindset for yourself saying because of my circumstances I won't be able to go to college and, and what were your teachers saying if you ever asked that question of your teachers am I going to be going to college what would they say well when it comes to being in a desk school I think teachers try to be realistic and they say well you can go to college if you work hard but there's other routes as well so obviously in a desk school a lot of students will go into LCA and, and do trades and that's great yeah. but it's because they don't really feel like they can go down the other route of higher education because they don't really feel good enough okay okay that's that, that's sad to hear that Alex yeah. I have to say exactly okay. and you know what it's as I've seen when I've done my sessions is if I'm giving a session to a student in a desk school they do have that mindset they say to themselves well I've been given the information but I'm not being taught how to learn it I, my teachers are just teaching me the information the people around me aren't doing very well the students in my year aren't getting very high grades so I feel like I won't be able to get very high grades and it's a difficult situation to find yourself in and a lot of students do as I've seen in my own experiences I'm just listening to here, and you're clearly a, a bright lad. Well, what age are you now? You're it's, uh, 20, 23, 24 now, are you? Um, I'm actually only 21. Only 21? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, now, there you are at 21. With a, you've built a successful business. I've seen one thing's for sure. You you ain't dumb. You you knew what you were <laughs> So So when you failed your, 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 your junior search, and yeah. you got that piece of paper with all that in front of you, how did that sit, how did that sit with you? It was kind of just a moment of realisation. I thought to myself, 
do I really want to feel this again? Do I want to have this feeling throughout my life where I feel like I'm not good enough and I haven't worked hard and I'm not going to do well? And I thought to myself, I don't want to feel this anymore. So when I saw my results, I thought, you know what? I need to make a change. And that's exactly what I did. So I was going to skip fourth year, but I decided to do it. And in fourth year, what I decided to do was I read the review paper to learn how to study because I was assumed that uh, didn't know how to study and pretty much everybody else in my year was in the same boat and the majority of students are in that boat where they're not sure how to study and I thought to myself look I don't want to feel like this anymore I want to be able to make change I want to be able to do well I want to make my family proud I want to be able to make myself proud I want to be able to build a future for myself just because I'm in a desk school doesn't mean I won't be able to do well I know I will be able to do well if I put in time and effort and I approach my studies the right way and that's exactly why I went down the route of trying to read about the most effective ways to learn understand and retain information There's a very good point you've made there nobody taught you how to study and and I'd have to reflect that Alex nobody I don't ever remember being taught how to study either so you came home with books exercises texts notes whatever you had from school homework and there's a three-hour exam coming up in June and if you love the subject great you kind of know what to do but in a subject that which you may be not so hot but you know you need to get it. You're surrounded by all of this information. No one ever taught you how to filter it, how to go through it, and how to turn this bank of information into something you can recall. Yeah, I mean, it's extremely overwhelming. You're sitting there at, you know, 17, 18 years old, sitting the leaving search. You have a huge amount of information in front of you, you and you haven't been taught how to actually understand it, how to retain it, how to learn it. So a lot of students will just feel overwhelmed. They won't know where to start. And because of that, they won't start. And just to touch on what you're saying about if you find something uh, interesting and you're good at it, you'll put time and effort into it. And that's exactly the trap that a lot of students fall into. They'll put all the time and effort into one or two subjects and they'll completely neglect the rest of their subjects. And the reason is because when it comes to the rest of their subjects, what I've uh, seen with a lot of students is they won't do very well in subjects like history because there's so much information and they haven't been taught how to actually learn, understand and retain that information. Okay. So, what did you do for yourself after Junior Cert that subsequently became a business for you? Yeah, so what I decided to do was I said to myself, okay, what is the problem I'm experiencing? The problem is I have this information, but I don't know how to learn it. I don't know how to understand it. And when it comes to exam day, I haven't actually retained it. So what I did was I read a lot of peer-reviewed literature and scientific papers on the most effective ways to study. So I spent the whole of fourth year and half the fifth year reading these papers on uh, different experiments that were conducted on students in different schools. Um, and it all came down to the most effective ways to study. And I suppose the crux of it is a lot of students are using ineffective study techniques like highlighting, rereading, underlining, rewriting. These are ineffective because when it comes to learning, we retain information better if we do effortful study techniques. So I think you know yourself, PJ, if you just sit down one evening for two hours and you write, you rewrite something out over and over again, you know, you might remember it for a day or two, but mm. in, a, in a week's time, you're not going to be able to remember that because you've just simply just regurgitated it out over and over again. So what we want to do is we want to use effortful study techniques and effortful study techniques that we go through in the sessions are active recall, space repetition and interleaving. And what these uh, uh, basically techniques are, are techniques that introduce more effort into our studies. So instead of learning something now and coming back to it tomorrow, what you might do is instead of writing out a page of notes, we write out a page of questions for ourselves related to that topic 
then instead of coming back to it a day later, we might come back to it a week later. And when we come back to it, we won't look at anything to help us. We'll replicate an exam scenario. We'll try to pull all the information from memory, put it down onto the page, then compare our answers to what we had given the week before. And then we'll see, okay, where did I go wrong? Where can I improve? Then I might come back to it in about a week if I find it quite difficult. And I might come back to it in about a month if I find it quite easy. So when it comes to, uh, I suppose, the leading things I can do that now, they're about a month away. So you might shorten that time period. But when it comes down to it, what we want to be doing is using effective study techniques that are more effortful. Mm. So, and I'll continue with the business, uh, which in a second, but I'm, I'm really enjoying this conversation. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed and sad that you ever thought of yourself as not being bright because yeah. you leave, you're leaving me in your dust, lad. <laughs> I'm telling you now, I'm, I'm struggling to keep up with you. <laughs> you know, um, so so you applied that then to your leaving cert. What you picked up during fourth year, you applied to your leaving cert. How did your leaving cert go for you? Yeah, my leaving cert ran really, really well. So I got actually the highest points my student has seen in like 10 years. Get away. How, um, how many did you get? I got like over 570 points. Get off the stage, lad. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was it was like a complete, it was a complete opposite feeling that I felt when I was in junior cert, you know. When I was in junior cert, the feeling I felt was, just disappointment and, and shame. And then when I was in leaving cert, it was just, it was comp- It was a huge confidence boost. It was, okay, maybe the stuff I'm doing actually does work. Maybe the stuff I'm doing actually is making me perform better. And it, it was. And that was a, an absolutely amazing feeling to feel. And I thought, well, if I can feel this feeling, I want other students to feel this feeling. Um, so so you, I, get, I, you get your envelope from yeah. your principal two years after, another envelope from your principal... Yeah. And you open it up and you go, oh, wow. Yeah, it was it was unbelievable. And I mean, it was actually a, a very weird experience. Like, I was called into the school and I was actually doing interviews with, like, the Echo and, you know, Red FM and 96FM and stuff like that, um, talking about my experience because it was such, like, an unknown scenario that a student in a desk school could do so well, especially when that hadn't been the case for so many years. So having taught yourself how to study and retain and perform, then you turn it into a business. Yeah, exactly. So my idea behind the business was, look, the problem is students don't actually know how to learn information. They don't know how to retain it or understand it. And I've built myself a system around how to actually do this. And it's proven to be effective because I went from basically failing my whole junior set to getting the highest points my student had seen in over 10 years. So I thought, okay, if I can build a session on this, and building the session took my first two, whole two years of college to actually build. But eventually, when I did build it, I said, we're offering it to students, and the feedback I've been given is absolutely unbelievable. I have a lot of testimonials uh, on the website, Next Step Uni, if you want to look. Um, but it's students basically saying, I wish I had found this sooner. I wish um, I was taught this in school. And when I'm doing sessions with students, they say the exact same thing. And I, when it comes to learning, it's a universal thing. So I've actually given sessions from students ranging from first year of secondary school to mature students. Just last week, I gave a, student, uh, a session to a student that was um, 65. She was a carer for her dad. And then when her dad died, she went back into education. But she felt like she'd been off more than she could chew. And she wasn't really sure how to approach her studies, how to actually understand and retain information. And she's studying pharmacy. So I went back and I gave her a session. So it's it's a huge wide array of students that I give the session to. Wow. This is astonishing. Is it a website or an app or do you Zoom with people or what do you do? 
Yeah, so the website is called nextstepuni.com mm. and basically what you can do is there's two different ways to go about it. You can either book an online one-to-one session and they're really affordable and for every session we give, we actually give a free session to a deaf school, uh, a student in deaf school. So we work with Aaron Wolf, the principal of Dare Park. Oh, we know Aaron well, yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we, I worked with Aaron because obviously I went to Dare Park and we just try to help out those students and we're actually in talks of me going in and giving a talk to the students as a group as well but my own experience and um, before they sit their juniors at the name fair to maybe give them that boosting confidence we also offer learning guides and these learning guides are much cheaper so the sessions come in at around 30 to 40 euro and then um when it comes to learning guides they're only about a tenner and basically the learning guides are what accompany the sessions so if you want a bit more of an in-detail uh, in-depth look you can do a one-to-one session we work with the students directly um, and you know that's basically how we work it right now um, we're in, in the works of building a growth mindset session for students to boost their confidence and instill that mindset that they can do well. This is, this is amazing stuff, amazing stuff. So come back to the five weeks today, Alex, uh, before yeah. I let you go. And for people who are listening or for parents who are listening, and we will be podcasting this interview so people can listen to it maybe after school in between study breaks. For people yeah. who today are five weeks out and they're there with their head in their hands going, I haven't a prayer, what would you say to them? Yeah, I would say, look, just because you're five, five weeks out does not mean hope is lost. Not at all. Hope is never lost. And you will be able to do well if you just apply yourself in these five weeks. Just think about it in a way where you say, look, these five weeks, if I put in the time and effort, could set me up for the rest of my life. It could get me what I want. And you could get the same feeling that I got when I was in the year where you feel proud of yourself and you feel like you can actually do really well in life. And what you want to do is you just want to build yourself a plan. And you want to base your plan around saying, look, I'm going to focus on the subjects that I'm not doing super well in right now. Because PJ, it's really easy, or it's much easier, to go from 40% to 70% than it is to go from 80% to 90%. And you can get a lot more points going yeah, from 40 true. to 70 that's than true. 80 to 90. That's true. But we want to be identifying a weak point. If we're doing really poorly in certain subjects, and we are planning on counting them in our leaving search, we want to really focus on bringing those subjects up to level of our other subjects. The student that gets all H3s is doing much better and getting much more points than the student that gets two H1s and all H, uh, the rest H5s. So it's just important to keep in mind that when it comes to learning and when it comes to studying for leaving search, focus on those subjects that you feel like you're not doing super well in. Look at subjects you are doing well in, pick out your weak points that you could fall down in in an exam scenario, and focus on working on improving them. You can improve them by using things like active recall and repetition, like I've talked about. If you would like to obviously get a more in-detail look between now and then, you can book a session through the website. Okay. Um, we also offer exam skills and stress management sessions, and that's for helping students when it comes to exam time to actually uh, try to get rid of that exam stress. Because obviously, I know myself when I was in leaving first, my mental health suffered quite a lot because I always put this pressure on myself I know that looming exam stress uh, and the exams were coming and I really struggled with that. So we offer the exam skills and stress management sessions to really just help get rid of that fairly unknown when it comes into going into an exam scenario and helping students manage their stress during that really uh, intense exam week. Well, if anyone wants to look at it, it's nextstepuni.com. Alex, I have really enjoyed our conversation. I'm, I'm wondering when you will turn your first million or whether you, <laughs> will, whether you will be Minister for Education because you have, you have brightened up my day with your insight and thank you. Thank you PJ, it's been a really nice conversation it's been great talking to you.
What a fantastic young man. Alex Lenehan, 0818 96 96 96. His website. Happy to plug it for him all day long. It's called nextstepuni.com. Corks 96 FM. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.